Good afternoon. Uh, today is Sunday. We're going to release this on a Monday, but this is episode five, Majorly Misinformed. Uh, this is Kenny. Garrett's right there. And we have a guest today, uh, Josephus. Joe C is one of the jiu-jitsu coaches. What's up, Joe? What up? So um, he's kind of just here to bullshit with us. And uh, yeah, let's get it going. What, yeah. are we, what are we starting with today? Um, shit. You wanted to still talk about that Will Smith stuff, or what else did you have on that? Yeah, I the only thing I had was Chris Rock uh, came out with a statement talking about how wrong he was and how it was so bad that he made a joke about her hair and stuff, and I think that's really fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I think he's kind of a bitch for that. I don't think you should walk back uh, I don't either. anything you said as a comedian. Especially for her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like her. Um, that's all really I had to say about it. Um, there wasn't a whole lot. I love Jada. Do you, I did I, I do. I'm not gonna lie. The only reason I knew who she was is because of when her and Will Smith fucking like she was making him cuck for him and not even like the Matrix. Yeah, she was in the Matrix. Was she? Um, Hood classic. She's in a um, Menace to Society. Yeah, I that's never, a great movie. I never saw either. Of those oh, you should watch that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorites. Yeah, I, I literally have no idea. She's Will Smith's wife to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I had a super crush on her. Did you? Yeah. Did she have her, her hair back then? And uh, Halle Berry, but I can see Halle Berry. Maybe because it's maybe it's because they have short hair, and I'm kind of you like short hair. Well, yeah, kind of like punk rock short hair. Okay. And that kind of transitions, you know. My <laughs> wife has like kind of dark skin. In the wintertime, it's not quite as dark. She gets out in the sun, like, one day, and boom. Oh, dude, she like, tans hard. Yeah. She tans hard. Yeah. So do um, my kids. My kids are pretty pale, like, I December, could see January, and then summertime hits, and pow. Is your uh, is your kid good to keep all that colorful hair? No, it washed out. Now he, he got a haircut. And, uh, yeah, the haircut looks good on him. He's, uh, yeah, I don't know. He might go orange. He wants so, to oh, is his kid the one you were telling me about? That looks like Sean O'Malley. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. his kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, he's, he's like a... How old is he? Like six? He's nine. He's nine? Yeah. Um, he's like a nine-year-old freaking Sugar Sean, man. That's cool. Yeah. Is that is that who he modeled the hair after? Yeah, he... Well, I mean, he he kind of wanted those combos, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if you want pink and light blue, buddy. You know, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, look at this guy. And I showed him a picture. He's like, yeah, I want my hair just like that. And I'm like... All right, that's cool, but you got to braid it, you know. And, Dude, and he did, so. too. When we showed up to Reno for the jiu-jitsu tournament, his kid had the braids and everything. Yeah. He looked just like Sugar Sean yeah. without the face tats. Yeah, that's cool. That's next, probably. Dude, he's yeah. like, he's got he's a like an athletic phenom. He's, really? Yeah. He's, uh, he's going to be the really uh, main pitcher for his baseball team this year. Um, every sport that he gets into, the kid is just insane. Does he have, like, a favorite or anything like that? Favorite sport? Yeah. Um, like, what's he lean towards? God, everything, man. Anything. He just wants to do it all. Uh, yeah. He just got a new skateboard. Um, he uh, He's really good at, at jiu-jitsu. Um, you know, at boxing, he's not as good as his brother. My oldest son okay. is uh, is pretty good. He's got some good power. He doesn't quite realize it, you know. And oh, he, yeah. Uh, I saw him kicking the uh, um, pad the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Get some power. That would have hurt me. Yeah, he's you know, and he's more. Uh, he's like I was when I was a kid. I mean, he's really compassionate. He loves everybody. The only time he turns it up is when him and his brother are sparring. You know, and then he's like, "I'm gonna kill you." You know, so, <laughs> you know I'm like, "Yeah, there it is." I'm like, "Go do it to the other kid, not just your brother." Okay. Yeah. You know, but uh, he's got hilarious. good. He's got good kids. Uh, 
the one we were talking about with the uh, hair. He he's something else, man. I mean, he he's he's got so much fucking energy. Like he yeah. just he runs circles around us at jujitsu. He comes and he'll train with the adults and stuff, and he'll like get you in a choke. He'll be like, "Hey, Hank, aren't you?" Dude, you got choked out by a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> Dude, he's he's, he's cool the dude. epitome of all gas. Hundred percent, all gas. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited to see like because uh, he, he wants to be a cage fighter, right? He's, yeah, he, wants, he yeah. wants to get into MMA. You know, so he's working on striking and everything, and um, and that's. Kind of, it's not like super new, but my oldest son, um, I had boxed with him a little bit, you know, when uh, when he was little, and then for a few years we didn't do anything. So he's already kind of got some of the mechanics. He's got a really long reach. Um, he's built built just like me. But uh, yeah, Sawyer wants to be uh, MMA fighter for right now, and a pitcher, and a pro skateboarder, and everything. You know, soccer. Dude, Kid he dreams, was, man. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I wanted to be all those things too, yeah. but uh, I wasn't good at any of them. <laughs> so, Life hits hard. Yeah, and, and between that, and I'm like five foot seven. I, I wasn't going to be. A, I wasn't going to be a center for the, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Maybe, maybe race car driver. I could have Those been a race car driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm perfect size to fit in an airplane. There you go. Yeah, my, maybe you should try that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's like the only thing I'm good at, flying airplanes. Um, you got but, some decent chokes, though. Got some decent yeah. chokes. I got a couple decent chokes. Uh, we are actually, we are just talking about Joe choking out some old lady. Um, <laughs> that was metaphorical. Right? I put that not he, he wasn't really. I, I, made, I made a joke. Um, but, yeah. She paid me, so. To um, choke her? No, to pay me to paint her house. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. If she didn't, though, then we might be. Then you, then you might have had to choke an old lady. Had to. Yeah, that's fair. Hope she doesn't listen to this. If you're listening to this, um, lady no got the house painted. I, I don't think you are. It's probably not your type of podcast. Hi, Karen. Thank but you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe said you're a really nice lady before the podcast. He doesn't really want to choke you. No, no. Not yet. <laughs> so, um... I stopped by the new gym on the way here. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that downtown. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Looks good. Did you check out the lights? No. I did the wiring for the lights. Did I re- you? Well, I moved them. So was that, okay. a, was that a move or is that just expanding? Uh, kind of. Well, it's slight. It's a bigger space by a little bit. But, uh, yeah, just a move. So it yeah. has windows now and it's not like um, not like a garage, which was... With, without central heat and air and uh that was a little more like the experience you know kind of the hardcore people are like oh we love it here it's cold and then it's hot and you know so you got to be um uh, you got to employ a little more mental toughness you know um but this will be nicer so we have better parking we're not gonna have to yeah. keep our socks on because yeah. it's too fucking cold right yeah yeah <laughs> winter time's kind of tough man <laughs> he had like one little space heater in his old gym to heat the whole fucking place and, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd go kind of stand next to it, like, yeah, no, I'm good. My knee hurts. I can't. <laughs> it makes Monday mornings really tough. Yeah. yeah. Monday at 7. Oh, dude, that's... Yeah, Joe trains, like, 12 times a week. I yeah. try to. Let's get, like, a little background, because I'm kind of, yeah. like, meeting him, and so is everyone else probably, like, listening, you know? Yeah, you haven't really met him yet. Let's do it. My name is Joe Cole. I'm just with a C. <laughs> Joe Cole um, with a C. Uh, right now, I'm uh, doing some handyman stuff, uh, 
occupationally. Um, also coaching uh, jiu-jitsu, uh, a little bit of MMA. Um, been in Lake County for about uh, six years. My family's from here, though. My grandfather's been here his whole life. My great-great-great-grandfather homesteaded our ranch like, in 1913. So you got roots. The you place know, up on go, the hill? Nah, You've had for that long? Hill? No 1913, shit? 1913. Hell yeah. Yeah. My mom was born and raised here, and then she uh, moved down to Sacramento, met my dad, and they're like, hey, let's go to Texas. And, you know, after I was born, went to Texas, and so uh, I spent uh, the majority of my childhood there. Uh, moved out here and met my wife about six months later. Uh, we got married six years later. Um, we started busting out kids and like, nah, let's go back. Joe's to busy, man. Busting out. Dude, yeah. <laughs> He's got strong genes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick swimmers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Joe's a cowboy and, um, was also in the Valley, which we were just talking about sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you like Sacramento? You know, moving from, uh, East Texas, it was cool. It was a huge culture shock. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot different. Um, it was, I mean, I was way out in the country. Um, so downtown Sacramento, you see a lot of interesting things, uh, but to say the least, <laughs> but, uh, but I was already, you know, um, I was really into skateboarding and everything. It was kind of hard. There was a very little, uh, places to skate in, uh, in East Texas, you know, or in my town anyway. So. We had kicked off a lot of places like most skaters, you know. Um, so I moved out here, and uh, I was already already had half my face filled with earrings and stuff. Um, so, <laughs> so I kind of, you know, I fit right in. I started working at a music store, and uh, um, I ended up with a big old mohawk. And um, yeah, it was cool, you know, for a while. Um, I started working at restaurants, uh, bartended for about fifteen years. Um, but, uh, yeah, my wife and I were just... Yeah, you guys have been together up. for a long time. Oh, dude, we're coming up on... Uh, actually, this month, it's... Shit, I better get this right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll so, we'll, shit. We'll, yeah, we'll bleep that part out. <laughs> 24 years. 24 years? 24 years, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. For anyone, sweethearts. For anyone who doesn't know Joe, which is probably the majority of our listeners, uh, Joe is not very old. So 24 years, they got together when they were really young. I want to show you a picture of Joe. So talking about all that stuff in his face. Oh, uh, Where did you get this? Instagram, dog. <laughs> you got no privacy. You have a wife oh, with social good. media. Oh, that, that's a good picture. That's a good oh, picture. That's not too <laughs> no, it's not too bad. Mm. But yeah, she posted that like not long after I met Joe. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody must have taken like a, a red marker and like colored in the whites of my eyes or something. They're super... Oh, yeah. For some reason. But, yeah, no, there's no way that was two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, or four. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that was kind of the bartender lifestyle. She's always, she she started doing hair when she was uh, uh, 20. Shit, I don't know. That how, one's I'm not supposed to, I don't have to. How old are you now, Something Jeff? like that. Me, uh, 43. 43. He looks like yeah. he's 33 for anyone listening. Oh. He's a stud. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, all the uh, Botox. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. All the Botox. So, I have to hear ear too. Yes. <laughs> too much Botox in your ear? Botox in my ear. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you cauliflower ear. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we liked it in Sacramento. Um, 
I think we, we liked it a little too much and uh, went pretty hard in the paint as far as uh, drinking went. So uh, we needed a change of scenery. Came out here and uh, uh, quit drinking and, you know, then found jujitsu. I'm like, oh, dude, this is way better than beer. It's taken over your of. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. What got you into it? Just happened randomly? Or? Oh, man. Uh, Jocko, sort of. Jocko um, Willink, you know yeah. Jocko Willink is? Yeah. God, that guy's the best, man. <laughs> you need to go to his gym down there. I do, man. Yeah. I do. I buy anything Jocko says, I just take it as gospel. It, dude. Just, Jude and Matt make fun of me, too. And they're like, dude, it's... it's Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, if Jocko sold underwear, I'd totally buy it. I would. I'd be buying whatever. He, he sells sold. jeans. Yeah, I didn't buy those, though. They're, yeah, they're probably like $200. They are, man. I'm like, they're yeah. not... Okay. Dude, his gym was really cheap, though. Really? Yeah. Uh, so Joe's the one who told me when I went to see my sister in San Diego. The guy he's talking about has a gym like 10 minutes from her house. And he goes, dude, you need to go to Victory MMA. Like, it's like a bucket list place of mine. So I went. It was like $20 for a drop-in. And it's only like $60 a month. Um, oh, that's cool. They also have, I mean, tons of people. They have like six classes going on at one time. Two-story. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah it, it was it. sick. Um, but they also, I mean, they have like Dean Lister there, mm-hmm. um, a couple other guys you probably know them, but know who they are, anyways. Yeah, San Diego's uh, real big for jujitsu. Um, from what I understand, a lot uh, some of the Gracies kind of went there. Southern California just kind of fits as far as climate and everything. Plus, mm-hmm. it's heavily populated, you know, so it's a great place to drum up students and everything. Um, that and uh, Bruno says. Um, uh, Florida has a lot of jujitsu going on there too. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess the climate thing makes sense a lot, like Brazil. Yeah, yeah. That subtropic weather and everything. So, uh, I don't have anything else to say about Will Smith. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, no, but since you guys brought up sack, did you see that thing that happened last night? Oh, did a bunch of people just get fucking capped? Yeah. Did you hear about that? Someone let off an AR in downtown Sac. Oh, shit. Killed, like, six people. I I saw that on the way here, and I didn't read into it. Yeah. It's pretty fucking crazy. And they, like, caught the shots, like, starting to go off on video because, like, people are getting in a fight outside of, like, a club or something or a bar or whatever. And so, like, obviously people are recording the fight. Yeah. And then you just hear shots go off, and people start scattering. Like, they stop fighting. They're like, dude. Yeah. Anything crazy ever happen like that when you're bartending out there? Yeah. Yeah. Sacramento, uh, Sacramento can get hard sometimes, man. Um, there was, uh, there was one main place that I, I bartended for a while. I thought it was awesome. It was, uh, it was called Crawdads. It floated like on the river. You had to walk down this dock to go down there and everything. It was just a big party spot. On the good. Sacramento river? Yeah. How far from like Swabies? Uh, it was downstream. Downstream? Yeah. So okay. it was almost to... Where the American meets the Sacramento River. Okay. It's almost a Discovery Park. Okay. Um, but uh, it was seasonal, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd have to find, like, another bartending gig during the wintertime or go work security, you know, or something like that, be a doorman or whatever. Um, but there was this one place I was working at, and uh, it, was, uh, it was this Italian restaurant. It's, like, one of the oldest restaurants in town that was still operating. Um, and so they were trying to like get the bar business going a little bit more, you know, and they had a really nice old bar and a big uh, cocktail area. So the bar manager is like, okay, so we're going to have, you know, like uh, like club night or whatever. And so uh, 
So they were trying different themes, you know. They would have, like, hip-hop night, and then they had, like, salsa night or something. I was thinking that maybe it's going to be, like, salsa dancing. But you know it wasn't. It was all dance? just kind of like, what's that? Do you know how to salsa dance? I don't. Dude, man. it's so fun. I pretend yeah, you can do it? Well, I wouldn't say I can do it. <laughs> but I attempted it in Puerto Rico one time. I attempted it in Puerto Rico one time. Do you lead or do you do you follow? Or is that oh, well, the right terminology? Yeah, no, you're okay. using... I, 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 I attempt... I attempted to lead, yeah. um, but I think the girl kind of had to become the man in that situation because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It was really fun, though. It was really fun, though. It, it looks like, fun. It was like the first time I ever drank. It was after high school in Puerto Rico, and some chick was teaching me how to salsa dance. Oh, that's cool. Dude, yeah. it was so fun. That's a good little experience. Yeah. Ran from the cops that night, too. Mondrawer. Wow. Story for another time. That's, yeah, that's like... <laughs> it was fun. That sounds like an American Pie-esque kind of story. It was. Yeah, no, it was. After high school for five years, it was kind yeah. of an American Pie-esque story for me. <laughs> the whole thing, the fraternity and everything. <laughs> but anyways, you, were, you were talking about uh, the place you worked. Anyways, yeah, so um, so yeah, so yeah, they got like hip-hop night, salsa night, and they just all kind of blended into the same thing. You know, it's just like a nightclub, right? People don't know what night it is, you know, but you, you get some... Um, you get some gangbangers in there, you know, right? Because it's a nightclub. They want to go out. It's, this was back in the late 90s. So everybody's wearing, like, leather jackets, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is black leather jackets, you know? And I would put one on, and I would just look so unbelievably, like, like Russian. Like, I just, <laughs> you know, I got this big forehead and everything, you know? Not that I'm not trying to be demeaning, but I'm just saying, you no, know? It's true. I, just, I just look so much, I'm like, this isn't working for me. I was like, I'm wearing, I got the wrong kind of jacket. Anyway, that's that's not the point. Other than the guy, you know, that this happened to was wearing a leather jacket. But anyway, I'm sitting there bartending, right? And you could just kind of feel the atmosphere. When a fight's about to break out, you know, you everything just kind of changes. It gets a little bit tense. Um, and uh, I kind of go to the other side. I'm going to wash some cups or something. I don't remember what I was doing. I hear some people yelling. I look over my shoulder and I see like this beer just like explode right next to this guy's face. And I'm like, what just happened, you know? And one dude runs into the bathroom, and the other guy runs out the front door, right? And so and girls are screaming because they always, you know, scream when shit happens, whatever they get started. Every fucking time. And, uh, and then you see the other dude just bolt out of the bathroom, right? And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, this made a huge fucking mess, you know? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. So I'm going around the bar. I was like, God damn it, man. This is so stupid. I got to clean this shit up. And so we didn't have a bar back. There's just two bartenders, and this is really just kind of skeleton crew. They're trying to build up business and everything. Um, and then all of a sudden, these girls come running in screaming. And there's other guys just piling in the place. I'm like, what in the hell just happened? You know, music, music's going. And probably wasn't Ace of Base, but <laughs> something stupid, you know, something 90s-esque. But uh, um, they, they played in sync at the bar he worked at. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. yeah <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Dude, it was... Uh, anyway, yeah, so... They come running in. I'm like, what the hell's going on, you know? So, so the bar manager goes out there, and I'm still cleaning up, you know? And he's kind of peeking his head out the door and everything. He's like, oh, shit. So he runs back inside. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, dude, what happened? He's like, man, somebody's shooting out there. I'm like, really? I was like, what do we do? We need to go hide or something, you know? <laughs> and uh, so we're pushing everybody into the back of the restaurant. I'm thinking, are we all going to go into the walk-in cooler? Or it's like, I don't want to go in there. It gets stuck if they come in here and start shooting people. I was like, oh, it must have been a fight. 
So then I look into the, the bathroom. It was the girls' bathroom the guy ran into. There's blood everywhere. I mean, all over the place. Like, a lot of blood. I'm like, oh, wow, shit. this guy must have got cut really bad. So after, like, ten minutes, everything kind of calmed down. Nobody's coming in. Nobody's going out. So uh, um, I follow the bar manager, Bobby, um, outside. And he was, uh, he's this really big Hispanic guy. And he had this deep, hoarse voice that just... Like he smoked camel non-filters, you know. Okay, so one of those. Like, oh, I think it's safe out here. I'm like, okay, cool, man. So I come out, and there's this uh, some kind of SUV, like up into the bushes, you know. And obviously, they had ran it up in there. I was like, what the hell? What, they're ruining our bushes? I'm like, oh, shit. And I see bullet holes, like, all in the windshield, and the passenger side was all blown out. The guy that was in there was laid out across the console and just had bullet holes all in his chest and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, is that guy dead? He's like, yep, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Sure is. I was like, what is going on, man? I was like, damn, dude, I hope I don't got to clean that up. But anyway, it was really creepy, man. Um, And so so apparently there was some kind of gang beef or something that went on. Oh. Um, I didn't get a good look at the guys, and that's exactly what I was telling myself. It's like, you didn't see anything. So when the police get here... You didn't see anything. You don't know anything, you know. And uh, that's what the other bartender was like. Did you get a good look at it? I was like, no. It's like that's exactly what you want to say because these guys are, are like, dudes that you don't really want to. Even... Oh, obviously, if they're shooting people in the middle of the fucking town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that cup that exploded. That was, was that a bullet? No, dude took the pint glass oh, okay. and smacked the other guy like right in the jaw, and it cut his throat. Oh, so, so, that, so that's like the guy that was out. in the bathroom. That was the guy that was in the bathroom. Fuck. That dude shot the other guy. They found that guy at the hospital later on. Okay. So I don't know what happened after that. but There was a lot of blood uh, that night. Yeah, the nightclub night Hell didn't yeah. work out at that restaurant. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't imagine. No more long, nightclub you know? nights. Yeah. yeah. No, more, no more salsa dancing. It gets yeah, rough. Man. It was, uh, <laughs> that was like the, man, that was the only time that's like somebody really... It was like the worst thing that had happened at a bar. That okay. was, but fights, nonstop. If you're at a popular bar, there's always going to be a fight. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw a guy, when I was in Daytona, um, there was some tweaker, dude. There's tons of tweakers in Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Sounds dude low. had a knife right in front of where I was working, right in front of the beach, and like comes up to like a dad and his like five-year-old daughter and tries like kidnapping the daughter, like taking Whoa. the girl from the dad, like, Right there with a knife. The, guy, the fucking dad took the guy's knife from him somehow and stabbed him right in the belly. And I'm pretty sure the guy died right on the street Whoa. there uh, for trying to steal his daughter, which I, I totally get. Yeah. But uh, the Hilton came from a free room that night. They're like, hell yeah, fuck that guy. Like, here's, yeah. A, here's, a, yeah, here's a free room. Yeah, Good right job. there. So they, they I, I didn't have to work for like the rest of the day because the whole street was blocked off. It was in the middle of the road, like in the crosswalk. Yeah. Yeah, right right in front. So everything, that, that was the most... Uh, most action i ever got i had a similar one to that kind of we about a year ago now we were in nashville for my buddy's 21st mm-hmm. we're at a distillery i think it's called like old smoky distillery i want to say is the is name of it like the moonshine yeah yeah okay. okay and it's really nice like they got a whole big gift shop they got like tons of taco trucks outside like just good atmosphere outdoor seating like Nice day, beautiful day. We're there. We're happy. Everyone's just starting to drink. We're like, oh, we'll we'll hang out at this like spot for, I don't know, a few hours. Um, I don't know where there's like all this commotion out in the front. There's like a lady that kind of like welcomes you in, 
she's like working a little booth in the front, you know, and she's like screaming or whatever. We're like, what's going on? We look outside and there's like this dude and he's holding his neck. You know what I'm talking about? I heard it's, the story. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, it's like the grossest picture you've ever seen. Like real deep blood is like almost black. You know, it's like so dark. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like almost black. And my buddy's dad is like trying to help out and all this stuff. Anyways, the guy fucking bleeds out, dies. The cops come and like everyone has to leave the spot. But I guess what had happened was he was like a homeless dude. He was around the corner, got in a fight with another homeless guy. Dude slashed him. And then he was just walking in there trying to get help, you know. Whoa. But at first when no one knows what's going on and all yeah, of a sudden there's a dude with his throat slit and you're in this big, large crowd of people, you're thinking like, oh, dude, someone's around here just slashing random people's throats. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we got to go, you know. So everyone's like scurrying off and scared. Uh, anyway, yeah, moral of the story is uh, – Really put a downer on our day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, you had to go drink more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally ruined Taco Tuesday. No shit. Yeah, right. It, <laughs> ruined Taco it was Tuesday. pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, quite I, the experience. I heard about Your dad was there too, right? Yeah, we, yeah there was a bunch sure of us there. Big, big group dad. of us from here. Yeah. Big group of us. I forgot about that. That's fucking nuts. It was pretty wild. That was, that was pretty much the only time I think I've seen someone die. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw a guy get stabbed one time. How was that? Um... It was really kind of crazy. It didn't go how I thought it was going to go. No. We were, <laughs> Not like the, the movie. The same place that I, that I bartended at, the, the, uh, the one that floated on the river, it was like oh, the spot. You know, you could just hop on just about anybody's boat. People are out there like, yeah, come on, get on our boat, whatever. You know, there's huge boats. I mean, there were um, Kings players bought boats um, and would park them there. They had slips, you know, sometimes. They had a place that sold just huge boats. Um so we'd go, and uh, everybody that worked there knew most of the regulars, you know. So we'd jump on their boat and go drink and everything. And uh, this one day, we're on this catamaran, and you go upstream a little bit. There's kind of this little uh, sandbar um, off to the side. And uh, he just, like, parks it right up on the sandbar or whatever, you know. And so we're standing up there drinking, you know, whatever. And uh, there's this one dude that's, uh, that's got, like, some... Um, some funky tattoos, just not good quality tattoos or whatever. Shaved head, and he's walking up to the woods like, hey, what's up, Wood? What's up? I'm like, what? And I look over, and I'm like, me? He's like, yeah, what's up, Wood? And I'm like, oh, shaved head, okay. Yeah, no, wrong guy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, this guy thinks that I'm somebody else, and I'm no, I'm not. I'm not uh, the pecker wood that, you know, he's, he's referring to. It's like, just, like some I, like, I like my hair short. You You're know? a different pecker wood. I like my hair like Jada does, okay? So that's the big deal, you know? Anyways, he uh, uh, he's like, hey, man, you got a light? I'm like, no, I don't got a light, and, which I did have a light, you know? But I'm like, I'm not giving this guy my lighter. Then he's going to want to be best friends, and he's going to say, oh, hey, where did you go? And I was like, I didn't go to jail, and, Anyway, so <laughs> so he he goes off and does whatever, you know. And uh like 20 minutes later, you can hear a fight break out, right? And there these there's these two uh two Hispanic dudes like fighting them, you know, and they're coming in at like like 10 and 2 almost, which I think is a bad strategy. You should go like 6 and 12 maybe. Yeah, so, right. You know, but, but they're coming in like that, right? And dude's just ready to go. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. We're staying up on the boat. He's on the beach, you know. And uh, all three of them are pretty drunk. You know, you can tell, you know, because the uh, 
Uh, the two other guys are kind of stumbling around on the sand a little bit, and then you see something in one guy's hand, and he rushes him and just bam stabs him right in the oh, back, shit. like right right about where his kidney would be, you know, and uh, and that makes him a little bit mad. So <laughs> you, I would assume, <laughs> yeah. So he starts beating the piss out of both these guys, and I'm like, oh shit. I was like, maybe I do want to be friends with this guy. <laughs> maybe I should have given like, him my lighter. Guy, yeah, this guy <laughs> might be the guy you want on your team. Anyway, he uh, he seemed to hold his own pretty well. He beat the shit out of both those guys. Nobody's helping him. And he's just bleeding profusely out his back. You know, and his girlfriend comes over. She's like, oh, my God, you okay? He's like, get off me. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I was like, that was amazing. I was like, that was really horrible, but that was amazing. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the guy. I mean, it was a pretty big, you know, levy he had to walk up to get to his car or, you know. To wherever to get to Whatever the bus that takes you back to jail. I don't know. Yeah, but, you can't ask for his Instagram back then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was really great. I thought, I, I just didn't think that getting stabbed was going to look like that. It looked more like, you know, um, like just stabbing a steak. <laughs> Less fair. like the movies. <laughs> Less like you know. You didn't have blood squirt yeah. forty feet away. And no, but it was like pouring out like um, yeah. like syrup. God, that's gonna fucking hurt, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna hurt. He was mad. <laughs> Can you blame him? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what it was over. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe yeah. Sometimes fights like, like that, like random street fights, you come across. If you're a spectator and like you're not gonna get involved at all, it's a pretty fucking like awesome thing to watch yeah, it really is <laughs> you know yeah. when you know you're like in no danger at all you're like yeah. and you well, can it's just like watching ufc fights you just don't have to pay for it yeah, yeah. but a lot more variables when you're out in the <laughs> yeah, <wild>. exactly. <laughs> yeah i don't know there's a couple ufc fighters i still expect to have a little knife in their pants somewhere just by the looks of them right. like, like nate diaz it, it wouldn't surprise me if that guy oh, had I'll some sort that. of trick up his sleeve i will sleep. watch that dude fight any day I love watching him fight. Yeah, yeah those man. guys are. Hard. I was just talking to Aaron about that. I'm like, you know, him and his brother are, uh, are like, they're not so much into selling the fight. They're just into fighting. Period. Which yeah, they get paid to do something they love. Yeah, you know, and I really I respect that a lot. I'm like, this is what it should be. It should be nice and pure and everything, you know. But you still to to have that stage. You know, you got to sell tickets. And so that's where the other guys come in, like Connor and Colby and all these guys that, that are really good at selling the fight. But I think some of those guys go a little overboard. You Colby. Know? Now it's how you're like bordering on WWE and you're like, yeah. okay, come on, man. It's like it doesn't yeah. have to be this much of a spectacle prior to the fight. Now you're kind of taken away from the, um, the, the art form, you know. That, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're talking about that with how McGregor. I mean, there there was people before him. I mean, uh, Chael Sonnen used yeah. to kind of. He wasn't yeah, very good at like, it. He, he he. I thought he was a dork. He's, he's kind of <laughs> corny, but he was like he was really good at getting under people's skin. He got under people's you skin, know? but I, I he was corny. Yeah. And then he got McGregor, who just comes naturally to him. He just <laughs> right. he just talks shit so naturally. Yeah. And then Colby, we were, we were talking about you and I, Garrett. Um, is I feel like he's trying to model it after Connor because everyone's like, oh, Connor is the richest athlete in the world now because of right. his shit talking. But Colby is like, you already know what he's going to say every time. It's like, thank you to the first responders and all the guys. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the message is cool. But McGregor, it's like, you never know what's going to come out of that guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he's like the ultimate shit talker. He is. Yeah. But like, Chael Sonnen, he used to call himself a gangster. It's like, you're not allowed to call yourself a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> like, other people can call you a gangster. You got to be... Yeah, you're not really supposed to do that. That's like giving yourself your own nickname. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know? Um, He's like, this is why you don't mess with a gangster. It's like, Chael, you sound like a douche. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You sound like a fucking douche. He has some good fights, though, dude. He really did. 
He, oh, he's a great fighter. I thought he was a great fighter. I mean, I don't know. He wasn't my favorite. No, definitely not. Yeah, no. Yeah, he, Anderson I, I, Silva I, was so, and once he started, you know, messing with Anderson Silva, I'm like, I don't like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, who did I like? Uh, Chris Lieben. Do you remember Chris Lieben? Uh, yeah. That guy was like my favorite fighter. Um, he didn't really say much, but like, the guy would get the shit beat out of him, and then it's like, oh, he's about to knock this guy out. And he would always knock people out when he, like, can't stand up straight. Uh-huh. And that's what I loved about him. He had no quit in them. You know who I used to love? Does anybody remember the name of the dude who was, like, seven foot one and would fight? Big white dude. Like, he was from, like, Norway or Sweden or something. You want to talk what? about Gustafsson? No, 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 no. He's way bigger than that. Way bigger than that. Uh, I want to say... Struve? Stefan Struve. Stefan Struve, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, was that, he is huge. Who, that who is. was the guy that um, fucking uh, the Beast knocked out like right, right at the last minute? Oh, shit. Sorry. Getting a cramp here. It's okay. Um, Joe trains a lot. Do you have enough potassium today? Nah, man. I went in the sun. No bananas? Probably like five pounds. Oh, shit. Uh, Are you trying for, to cut weight? No, I just wanted to go in the sauna. Oh, that's but, fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, and now I'm, <clears throat> I'm not uh, rehydrating properly, of course. That's fair. But He's uh, got his uh, body armor. Body armor. Yeah, the, offic- the official drink of uh, Majorly Misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah we got to get, get more views. Maybe they'll sponsor yeah. us. Oh, yeah, some people, s- please start listening to this so we can yeah, get some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone share it on Facebook. I got to eat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't made any money yet. Hey, but the way we're going, we might make like 15 cents on our next one, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have a tip jar over here. <laughs> Just invite someone in every week yeah, and like they pay us. Like behind the bar, you got to throw like a five and a couple of ones oh, in there. Shit. So it looks like somebody's already been here. And like, hey, you oh, want to be on our some... podcast? You got to toss in a five. Yeah. Yeah. Get <laughs> the way to go. Um, yeah. Who was the guy that Derek Lewis knocked out like? Right Everybody. In the last ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. No, like the last ten seconds. Like he really, he was like losing the fight. Is that big you know? Russian? Oh, dude? who's that guy? That guy wasn't. I think that guy actually fought Stefan Struve. Now, if, if I remember correctly, I don't the, remember the guy name. when he said uh, Donald Trump called me and said, "Knock this Russian motherfucker out." Oh yeah, that was a great <laughs> that interview. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like what two years ago, something like that. You're not two takes years his ago. shorts off. Like My balls was hot. Yeah, My balls yeah. was hot. So funny. I would love to just spend the day with that guy. Like I, would be fun. I, he, I just wonder what he's like. He person. would be such a megastar if he just showed up in any of his big fights. Like whenever he gets like a title shot or like a nervous. huge name, he loses. But then he'll go on like a three fight win streak of just like the craziest yeah. knockouts you've ever seen. But it when like, it's against someone like yeah, highly dude, ranked, he loses. on his last two fights. Yeah, especially hard. that hard uh, in Houston. What was the last one? He just lost not that long ago to somebody. Because uh, Cyril Gomp beat his ass. Yeah, it was then, after that. Uh, yeah, this was this uh, was real recent, and I didn't think he would lose oh, that one. Uh, oh, Ty. Yeah, Ty. Uh, Ty We talked about it. Yeah, we did. That's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Dude, I really didn't think he was going to coming up, though. That guy's skill is... Uh, oh, yeah. Dramatically increased. Yeah. I mean, he's... Okay. Do you think he has a designated person to throw him a shoe, or do you think it's actually just a random shoe that he chugs the beer out of? I hope it's I a new want, shoe. God, so I've do I. I've wondered that. I've wondered if it's, like, if one of the corner guys has, like, you know, one of his shoes... Because that is really fucking disgusting. It's just whatever side of the octagon he's on, and everybody's got like a shoe ready. Yeah. I know one time, like, eh. one time he did it out of 
it was for sure somebody else's shoe. It was like somebody else that's like kind of famous. It was like some YouTuber or some shit okay. like that. Well, now he's done through his shoe, but that's shoe. nasty. Yeah, dude, he'll, he he'll do like, like four or five like coming out of the ring. He just it's oh my god, this guy. Yeah, him and Shab did one together. I'm like, oh man. You yeah. know, they go through all the spitting in it. I could I could do the shoe, but you had the spit to it. It was like you got athlete's foot and hepatitis potentially. So. Potentially a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> Those disgusting. Are just the two I'm worried about. It. And you know, I'm sure a lot of people who go there train, <clears throat> which means they yeah. probably don't have the prettiest, most cleanest feet in the world. No. Um yeah, that's that's fucking gross. Um, yeah, I respect it though. I do. So do I. Knocking somebody balls. out, getting a random shoe, slamming a beer in like two seconds. It's kind of badass, dude. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that guy's gonna sell tickets. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I love watching him fight. Um, I kind of wanted to change uh, gears here a little bit. I had a question for you. I wanted to ask. I hope you don't take it the wrong way. It's it's not bad, it's not bad. But you're you're a couple years older than Garrett and I. A couple. I still feel like when I see people that are like thirty, I'm twenty seven. When I see people that are like thirty, I'm like, oh man, they're they're like way older than me. At what age were you like? Did you stop feeling like a child? <laughs> because I'm twenty seven and I, How old am I, I I still like look at people that like if I hear someone's twenty seven, I'm like, oh man, they're way older than me. And then I think about it, I'm like, oh shit. That's me. I still feel like I'm 18 years old. I still feel like a child. I don't know if I'm the right person to ask. <laughs> That's fair. I, I was kind of, I was just thinking something similar the other day. I'm like, man, one of these days I should really, you know, get my shit together. And <laughs> grow up a little. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I mean, it's, I think it's really just perspective, you know, um, because we're all trying to master something at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. If you have any kind of um, gumption or any kind of uh, desire to pursue something new or, or achieve something, you know, you have you got to start out um, at the bottom, right? you got to start at the beginning. You start getting better and better and better. So once you master that, now you no longer feel like like a child or an adolescent in that sense, you know? Well, maybe that's what's wrong with me because I was starting to feel like an adult and then I started coming to jujitsu and all those 13 year olds were beating me up every day. <laughs> and so maybe that's why I still feel like a kid. Um, cause I'm getting beat up by him still. Uh, it's good to feel like a kid though. It, it yeah, is. It's great. Yeah. Much, no. But I mean like when, when you hear someone's like, Oh yeah, I'm 30 years old. Do you, are you like, Oh man, you're still young. Like what, what a young kid. You're still, you're still a kid. Or you're like, man, 30 years old. Like, can't wait to get there. Now, I'm mostly jealous. I'm like, dude, your back <laughs> probably feels amazing. <laughs> um, no, I, I uh, yeah, I, f- I definitely feel uh, over 40 sometimes. I mean, when you look back, you've got so much life, you know, behind you. Much more than when I was 30 or 20. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I still feel really young at heart. You know, I goof around with my wife a lot, my kids. Um, so it's not, I don't think you really lose that feeling of, um, uh, unless people do it on purpose, you know, feeling like a kid or maybe feeling like they're not um, an adult. You know what I mean? I think that feeling is always there. Um, if you're always striving for something else, you know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. Um, I'm thinking more like when I'm walking down the road 
and I see someone's dog, I still ask if I can pet it like I'm a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, do you mind if I pet your dog? I get in trouble for it all the time. Like, people, like, like my friends are like, wow, you're like weird. Especially if that dog walker has children with them, and then you just seem like some <laughs> yeah. creep. They're like, "Get out of here, dude!" Yeah, but the thing like, is, we are I don't give a school. fuck. Should you be here? Yeah, yeah, right. Let me see some ID. <laughs> yeah, we're in Chuck E. Cheese's. Like, what are you? What are you even doing here? <laughs> and you say, "Why is your dog in here?" Okay, I just wanted to pet the dog. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, because I still feel like a child. It's something you know. It's been on my list for like three weeks now. I've wanted to uh, ask, and it's great that we have someone that's, you know, a couple years, you're not old, but you're a couple years older than Garrett and I. Um, so it's a good time to ask, I feel like. Um, yeah, that, yeah. and I really want to just delete it off my list. Yeah. Yeah. I need to come up with some new shit. Yeah, I feel uh, old and young, but um, I don't I don't necessarily look at younger people and think, oh, well, you've got a long way to go. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's kind of like, maybe that comes in your 50s or something, kind of like grouchy old smart-ass old man that wants to let everybody know how old he is and how young they are. Yeah, and how they have <clears throat> t-shirts that are older than you. And Right, right. Yeah. You know, but th- it may be, it, there may be kind of a, um, uh, maybe a generational type of thing. I've often wondered that maybe our perspective um, in, you know, Gen X, Gen Z. Well, I don't even know what generation We're on. I am. I'm I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I think I I'm a letter. I think I'm right after the Pepsi generation, or maybe that's a commercial. The Pepsi generation. Pepsi generation. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't know what generation yeah. I am. I think I'm Gen X. But uh, I think um, I think people just started viewing things a little bit differently. You know, um, my parents, boomers, they, they seem so much more responsible to me, but maybe I'm just viewing my parents. I'm like, well, shit, look at their credit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> look at their credit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like one of these days I should, you know, make one of those numbers, you know, mine. But uh, it, things were a little bit different. You know, I mean, we had so much more convenience. And there's there's a compounding uh, that, that parents have kind of done over the past 50, 60 years, you know, in uh, in reference to making things easier mm-hmm. you know you've heard that well i want you to have what i didn't have i don't want you to have to struggle like i did which i think is a, a big mistake and i think that's why we have a lot of um issues we do today with people that don't really want to work hard people that think they should have things handed to them they don't um they kind of drift away from things that are difficult um, and seek out comfort and stuff like that's because they've been programmed to think you know well my parents wanted me to have, you know, a warm yeah. bed and this and that. Not that you shouldn't have a warm bed, but um, you know what I mean. You yeah. Know, just given too much. Yeah. And when you, when you have that one generation after another trying to make it easier. You don't know how to work for on how hard it was for them. Yeah. They're not working for anything. They don't have that struggle. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe, um, maybe that's kind of what's happening now. You've taken away um, some of that struggle and strife. And so we've got adults that are wondering, okay, have I made it? Have I, you know, because it's not the template before me, the template I had to look at, you know, my parents, it seemed like they did some harder stuff than what I had to do. I don't think I'm there yet, you know. Um, so maybe you then kind of feel uh, like you're still kind of young. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that makes maybe complete I sense. I don't think he did. <laughs> no. I don't think he did. All right, cool. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, use some bigger words than we normally use Sorry. here, but no, it's okay. We need some. We need some yeah. education. I'll put a thesaurus right next to the tip jar. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you owe us five dollars for using big words, making us look dumb. You ever, <laughs> you ever okay. think about like your parents and what they've just like lived through? Like my mom always tells me the story of like um when they first got a microwave when she was a kid like when they were first invented and like how they were like scared of it like when they'd like put something in there they'd all get away because they're like scared of the radiation or whatever (laughs) and then when it ding you know they'd be like what the fuck like and go check it out and just be like whoa (laughs) i think maybe we should be but we're just not scared of the microwave (laughs) no we really need to be scared of these fucking cell phones next to our skin i know yeah um I, I do. My uh, my grandma was born in 1927, and uh, she grew up in Nebraska, which is the middle of nowhere now, but in the 1920s, it was even more the middle of nowhere, and uh, she rode her horse to school until, like, I, she was done with school. <laughs> oh, there's your dog. Yeah. The um, I was wondering, I was like, is that a cockatoo or what is down there? Maybe yeah, he's got yeah. a really cool bird <laughs> and and a hamster. Sounds no, like I think. Yeah. No birds. Yeah, she's whining. <sighs> he's got a cool dog, though. Um, and then we'll change uh, subjects one more time. What, where are we at? Nebraska. Uh, about 45 in. 45 in. Um, there was something you, you sent me earlier, and we're I'm, I'm changing the... Uh, topic again um you sent me that video of that fucking half dead half alive mummified oh, craziest thing i've ever seen in my life did did we show that to you yet no do you have it on your phone yeah show it to joe the shit's quick. fucking crazy so um it's half dead and half alive well i guess if it's half dead it's he's like he's like alive. fully alive but you'd never <laughs> be able to guess by looking at him <laughs> you know his heart's beating um it's gonna be off of seven Oh my god! Isn't that terrifying, <laughs> oh, bro? That's not real. That that's real. Uh, so I looked into it a little bit, that, and that's a one hundred nine year old monk. No. Yeah. Why did he do that? So I mean, he aged, but oh man, our hundred nine aged here. He he looks like they just dug him up from like an Egyptian tomb. Yeah. That is he, terrifying. You know, that's what happens when you don't eat food out of a microwave. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's that's, that's what living off the land looks like. No yeah, shit, it's um, terrible land. Evidently, because you know those Buddhist monks are like fucking hardcore. Yeah, like they're super hardcore. That like they they those guys are like so uh, like focused on shit. Mm-hmm. So evidently, these monks like when they get really super old or something, they'll like mummify themselves while they're still alive and then starve themselves to death. I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. This was literally just a really quick Google search. I could be completely wrong, but kinda that's like what a, I read. Kind of like a caterpillar, but you don't But you don't come butterfly. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metaphorical butterfly. <laughs> yeah, right. Metaphorical. That guy's not a fucking butterfly. Your buddies are like, no, 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 you can be a butterfly. We promise. Yeah, he's very, very far. He's one of the moths you find in the fucking <laughs> lights that have wow. been there for 10 years. They didn't uh, even look real, man. Like, no, no, it didn't look I, real. I thought Animatronic. the same thing. That was disgusting. That looked like some 80s, like, really good special effects. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It looked like something out of, like, a 1980s horror film. Like maybe or, like, Labyrinth Beetlejuice. Or yeah, yeah. Well, Labyrinth. 
Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even let my kid next to that thing, like how there's that little girl no. by his bedside touching him. Yeah, and well, like, you gotta hey, great grandpa, or whatever it is. Hey, he's those guys are supposed to be touching not. girls anyway. <laughs> yeah. They're not well, I don't to think touch. he was. I think that girl was playing with his hand. It's like a stick. What's this? Well, you know, there's no way the guy's related to her, right? Because they're not allowed to have kids or anything, are they? No. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I think a lot of religions, as they as they uh, get older and they start wanting more recruits, they kind of loosen up the rules a little bit. But uh, I just read, and I think I read a headline, or maybe somebody was telling me that. uh, I think it was on uh, like Apple News, which everything on there is true. But um, (laughs) like, there's a staggering number of. Like monks that are uh, being prosecuted for like child abduction and uh, child porn and like oh absolutely I mean just yeah, crazy that doesn't surprise like, mafia me at stuff all. and I'm like what is going on in these they need something now? to pass their time you know maybe they're trying to get yeah. some street cred and they're like yeah, yeah come join us we're pretty badass you know I mean dude have you ever seen the videos of those guys playing with their sticks why like, is that such a common thing in like churches and religion though dude I don't know like how? why. Who fucking knows? It's, it's, same, it's so it's like, weird, the strong correlation yeah, between... Religion and yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> That's supposed to be like um, uh, one of the most likely places to be uh, touched is like at a church, by a, by a church member. Oh, I like believe that. it. Fuck, how many... Yeah. We went... It happened here. Dude. We had a priest yeah. here that got in trouble for it. Yeah. Yeah. I was his altar boy, too. Yeah, that was oh, just yeah. never for me. We don't need you to got talk some about it. <laughs> you have some memories to I, dig I, up. I made a I made a joke to my parents a couple weeks ago because um, I, I had brought it up and they like looked at me like all scared. I'm like, yeah, well, I never told you about special time with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's, he told me not to tell you, but it wasn't a big deal or anything. It didn't really happen. Yeah. Just throwing that one out there, I never got touched by a priest. Yeah, I almost got that. I remember. Uh, I almost got straight up molested. Yeah, yeah, and this is well, this is a good example of uh, why women should be the only judges of like who can and can't uh, babysit their kid. Because <laughs> like my fucking dad was like, just met this dude at work and he offered to babysit me apparently or take me to the park or some shit like that teach me ba- baseball or whatever and my dad was gonna let him do it this is and we don't really know him apart. that well yeah, right. but my mom stopped it of course but anyway later on it comes out that dude's yeah straight up a little kitty toucher oh, that's a close call. <laughs> dude you know i was almost a victim moms are the only people in the world who can look at someone without ever hearing a word out of their voice and be like they're not good for you yeah. Yeah. Girls, 100%. friends. Oh, dude, I got that. Y- yeah. I yeah, do you? Telling, yeah. You I'm telling you, sense. I got the, yeah, I got like the bullshit meter. I can, I can smell when something's wrong. I'm like, mm-mm. No. I don't, you know, and maybe it's, I try to shake everybody's hand. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I, I try not to judge people except by their handshake. I have no problem telling them, I'm going to judge you by your handshake. I'm going to judge your, your Mexican food restaurant by their salsa, whatever. But Somebody's handshake says a whole lot about them. If I get a bad vibe off it, I'm like, mm, no good. Oh, man. You know, or just little things. I could pick up little mannerisms. Everybody has like these different mannerisms, you know. And, uh, and so I'll try and do impressions of people. You know, if I can kind of replicate that, then, you know, it's, it's something you start to kind of look for. But I also, 
just subconsciously I'll, I'll pick up on stuff. I'm like, normal people don't do that. I was like, why would he say that? Why would he do that? I'm telling you, I can, I can pick out a bad person like pretty, pretty easily, but that may have been, uh, because I had a whole lot of bad people kind of. That's very metal out of a kid. them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, you just kind of. I'm not going to lie. I think I made a joke to uh, one of the guys at the gym one time, and you gave me the look like, really, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really just say that? <laughs> Dude, there, there was like an entire day. You gave me such a fucking funny look. Uh, there was like an entire day or two until like the next class. Um, I was like, dude, I don't think Joe likes me. Dude, Joe just heard my sense of humor. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't like me. It, it was something towards Vince. Oh, um, I, which I'm, you know, a really good close friend of mine. But you yeah. looked at me, and I was just like, oh god, I'm being judged. <laughs> I made a so mistake hard right now. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, you go, oh, what's up, Kenny? You gave me a big hug. I'm like, okay, I was just overthinking. <laughs> but I don't even remember it. So it well, must that's good. Been, it must not have been that bad. Maybe, well, maybe he just doesn't want to play along. To it. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been it. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are pretty hard hard on each other. Yeah. Yeah. It never stops. You, Vince, and Will just kind of go, I'm like, wow, these guys. Yeah. It's mostly Will towards Vince because yeah. they spend all day at work together. <laughs> yeah. And then they go home for like 20 minutes and yeah. then they come to jiu-jitsu and yeah. then they just bullshit with each other more. Um, yeah. My dad chimes in every once in a while too with both mm-hmm. of them. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it would be, I could only imagine how much they don't get done. <laughs> just the amount that they kind of horse around and everything I'm like do you guys get anything done at work <laughs> you know and Will's like well Vincent does and he's always sleeping in the truck or <laughs> I'm like really he's like yup that's right yeah he goes are you serious right now are you serious are you serious so <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah no they're both uh, they're both really super good carpenters they fuck, with each, they fuck with each other a lot. Yeah. A ton. That's good. Yeah. And it keeps everyone happy on the job. That's good. Normally. Jude and Matt uh, always mess with me. They're pretty quick, man. I, I really have a hard time coming up with uh, comebacks and stuff, you know. Especially, I mean, both of them, of course, like 10 and 2, they'll come right at me, 10 and 2. I let my hair grow out a little bit, you know, and... Uh, and of course, then you got to use products. So I'm styling it and everything, and we're having lunch. Plus, your wife's a hairdresser. Both of them, just one joke after another about how my hair looked like Gordon Ramsay's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Shit. I didn't think about that. It kind of did. I, it did. It did. <laughs> Is that why you did, cut it? You know, and I cut in a kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort. See, I thought it looked <laughs> Not slick. Not really. I, it wasn't like hurting my feelings, but I'm like, Shit, man, I don't want to hear this every time we go to lunch. I thought you looked pretty studious. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, my wife likes it longer, but I like it. A little more like this, or militant. Yeah. Very. And and it really makes your cauliflower ear pop. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Really good. So, um, <laughs> Joe, when I first met him, like, what, six months ago, maybe? Yes. Yeah, that was about six months ago. He had no cauliflower ear. <laughs> and then he was talking about, dude, it looks so cool, this, this, and that. And then one day, it just, I mean, you remember, it just blew up. It did. It was like twice the size that it is now. It just blew up one day. And he goes, man, I really wish I'd never got this. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I always <laughs> wonder about that. Like if it's like a gradual thing or just fucking. I think sometimes yours happened literally. It, you know, this, it just popped up one day. Yeah, I don't even remember who I was rolling with. I don't, it wasn't like any specific time or one incident that I felt just all of a sudden, you know, I came out of whatever rolling with Vince or rolling with Will. And he's like, oh man, look at your ear. And I felt it. I'm like, oh, ow, man, that hurts. I'm like, dang, boy, that thing is. 
thing is big, dude. And it was so swollen that it kind of tipped down a little bit and it looked like sloth ear. <laughs> dude, <laughs> the dude, it was bulbous. <laughs> yeah, it was in blue. Yeah, but you know what? But this other side, you know, is it's just kind of getting one little lump after another. So, and I've seen a lot of people, it's of course, it's not symmetrical, you know, on mm-hmm. both sides, but. A lot of guys have hardly anything on on one ear, and then just a big old fat like bunch of buttholes on. <laughs> yeah, <other> right. <laughs> you know? And uh, I think it's it just has to do with what side you pass on, you know, which side you turn your. Yeah, head everyone to has a dominant stuff. side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fine now, man. It was. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt on, right no, after no, a calcif- not at all, dude. It's like it's like rock hard, literally rock hard. You know, and it doesn't. Uh, doesn't bother me anymore, but at the time, dude, anything that would brush up against it, you're like, oh my god, that hurts. And you yeah, gotta pretend like it does that. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, ah, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Inside, you're like, ow. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> you want to cry? It hurts, man. It hurts bad. I'm trying to sleep is tough. But yeah, I bet. You're wearing headgear to bed just so you can lay your head down. Um, man. Yeah, and then uh, one of the guys at the gym has these magnets because he really doesn't want it. But it just blew up the other day, so he's been wearing headgear, and he's got these magnets that he puts on, wears on it all fucking day. Just I, I, I don't really even press it. Yeah. yeah, I don't even really think it's working that well, but he's trying. Yeah, it's yeah. it it does actually. Matt Matt's ear blew up real big, and I think he used the magnets, and his you can barely even tell. Really. Oh, really? It yeah. works good for him. It looks like kind of maybe like. Uh, dog with only a couple teeth chewed on it that's fair did yours was so big normal ear shape i I don't even think the magnets would have fit on your ear i dude i swear to god it was it it was is that a reference to my tiny ears no i i I never said anything about your tiny ears (laughs) it's okay i'll give you a hug after (laughs) but it was shaped like a fucking baseball i mean it was huge it looked Mm. really uncomfortable i kind of felt bad for you i didn't tell you that Dude, it, it was, man. And I kept draining it, and I wasn't like, like, people were telling me, oh, you got to do this. And they would give me, like, like half of the recipe, and nobody would just say, look, you got to compress that thing and leave it like that. For I thought you just put it on for a little while, and Dennis is like, oh, you got to wrap your head, you know, and got to keep it like that for a day. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, and, uh, and then Bruno was telling me, and I'm kind of i'm not catching all of it he's like ah you gotta drain it and then you know drain it later i'm like okay cool i'll just keep draining it well i'm draining it man i'm just filling these needles up with blood right that's what it is yeah blood blood. there's like blood and uh um and clear fluid like lymph and everything so but if you don't like compress it right after that it's just gonna fill up again you know and if Mm -hmm. your blood's pumping and everything it's just gonna keep filling up and eventually you just give up and then after a few days it starts to kind of coagulate so you need a bigger needle. And so <laughs> went from like using these little ones to bigger ones. Bigger. Finally, I had to go get one so big I had to go to Tractor Supply and get <laughs> these huge needles. You know, I had to have Bruno do it. And, and uh, still, he could barely get any out of there because it was so like, it was the blood was starting to harden and everything. I'm like, whatever. I don't even care, man. And of course, right when this is happening, him and I are doing, uh, we traded a flight for a couple personal training sessions. I took him and his wife up um, in the plane. It was pretty fun. It was um, awesome. Yeah. And just did some sightseeing and stuff. And uh, right after that, he was teaching me this triangle armbar omoplata transition. Um, and so I just kept rubber on his ear and he'd be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. It's kind of unavoidable, but I mean, it's, it's par for the course. And then you, after, 
after a while, you're like, yeah, all right, this is kind of cool. It's kind of like a badge of honor, sort of. You know, yeah. it, it kind of shows you you paid some dues and everything. Well, and how so long have you been training? Oh, dude. Uh, I started in 2017. Okay. Um, and I was training Nogi at, uh, at another gym, and it was kind of off and on. It wasn't, wasn't even half the amount that I train now. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'd initially wanted to uh, went to this gym. I was looking to kickbox that I had I had uh, I'd done Muay Thai for a few years. A friend of mine was a, a trainer. He had his own gym down in Sacramento, and uh, I was like, I need to get back in the gym, I'm trying to get healthy again. And I'm listening to, you know, Jocko's podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get some. Here we go, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting all pumped up, and and I was like, I don't want to do that jujitsu stuff. I don't want to roll around, whatever, you know. Um, and so the place is like, yeah, we're, we're doing jiu-jitsu tonight. We're not doing kickboxing, so you ought to try this. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And he's like, no, nah, come on and try it. So, And after a guy like Kenny size just ragdolls me all over the place, I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, how did you do that? I was like, I want to learn how to do that because I don't want you to ever do that to me again. That was not <laughs> that wasn't cool, you know. And, uh, and so I got into that, and I was kind of training semi-regular at this place. And uh, then I had a job down in uh, Santa Rosa. Couldn't go and train anymore. I'm just working out at home. And then uh, kept seeing, you know, Bruno's flag out there, MMA and jiu-jitsu. I was like, I got to go try that place out, man. And uh, went in there and just went full bore. You know, training in the gi, I thought, was was a lot. Um, it's a little more difficult. You got more, you have more um, attacks. We also have to defend against all those attacks mm-hmm. as well. You know, it's not that, that like, no gi is easier or anything. Um, it's just, just different. It is, you know. You can't. You're not going to get choked with your lapel or collar or anything like that. But you have to employ a, a little more athleticism. You know, you're using your hands a lot more. Mm-hmm. If you're slippery. You know, you got to use a little more wrestling. Um, There's literally fucking moves where you just take the other person's gi, and just like wrap it around their fucking neck. Yeah. And just choke them with their own gi. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can do. I mean, most everything that's like any kind of collar choke or whatever, which a lot of people are like, well, it doesn't really work because you're not going to be wearing that gi out in the real world. And I'm like, yeah, but people wear hoodies. You know, hoodies. I was like, unbuttoned you flannels. With all day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you take someone's flannel, wrap it around their arm, yeah. and then baseball bat. And after, you know, you know if, you, if you train most of the time in the gi and then you go to no gi, you, you will, you'll still be able to use grips and everything. You're not going to be grabbing for a collar that's not there because your eyes aren't closed. You know, I don't, I don't do that anyway. I just go for the wrist or, or whatever else. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, to answer your question, like five years. Five, five years. years. Yeah. Come on, six this years. This fucking guy. Um, every once in a while, he'll slip up because he doesn't think I'm going to get him in it. <laughs> every once in a while, I'll catch him in something. He normally kicks my ass, but every once in a while, I'll get him in something. But it's really hard to hold anything on him because he will sit there and just fucking laser at you. He will stare at you right in the eyes and just go, whoa. Wait, if you're going to choke me, you better make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking man. And, uh, I'll start, I, yeah, it's just like, oh God. This and then is I scary. make a list. I'm like, okay, so no more triangles. Like, Can he do that again? I'm never going to let him do this again. Yeah, there's a list of like, Ah, maybe three or four things that he's just like, man, I didn't know you knew that. It's never happening again. And then he'll yeah. do it on me. For real. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never again. Never. I usually give people like one, you know, one. I don't. I don't like give a submission away, but <clears throat> I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to fight somebody off and make it really um, uh, disheartening, you know, to where they're like, God, I don't know, I'm going to roll with this guy. This just, it's I'm just not pointless. getting any better. You know? Right, right. You know, I want someone to see step one, two, and and three. You know, well, if they never see step three, they're not going to quite understand how to do it the right way. So mm-hmm. um, usually like an upper belt or like Bruno will let you kind of work a little bit. He's not going to let you pass his guard, but he'll let you work. He's not just going to destroy you right off the bat. Well, that's what you I know? love about like you and Bruno and Mike and all, all those guys that are upper belts. Um, they're not just there to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're like like when you and I roll together, um, you're not just trying to kick my ass. You're. You're kind of matching my skill level, but, like, up a step. Right. So that way I can still work shit. Right. And that's what I love about it. Because um, people ask all the time, well, am I going to go in there and just get beat up? It's like, well, a little bit. But, like, some of these guys, if they really wanted to beat you up, it wouldn't take any time at all. You know? Yeah, exactly. it's um yeah. Everyone's really cool in there. I've been trying to get him to go. I really want him to go. You should go. I don't know, man. You should go. Yeah. You'd love it. It's not like a cult at all. So the last, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking cult. <laughs> Very um, much so. So the last, like, two minutes is pretty much going to be Joe trying to convince you to go to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with your, you know, what you do for a living and all that. It would be yeah. some really good stuff, you know? What do you do for a living? Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Right on. I had some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now my mom wanted. Um, she went to school and everything for it. And then yeah, I just started doing it like yeah. about maybe six, seven months ago, something like that. That's cool. And we do like little, like defensive tactic trainings and yeah. shit, but nothing like crazy. Well, what it would like, be good to do. What I like about it is you don't go in there. It's not job market here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're never gonna be out of work. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got all the tweakers and. Yeah. You know, um, I know you're looking at time. We probably got to go, but um, Lake County is like a really safe place. But did you know we're in like the top six percent for like crime rates in the United States? Yeah, well, I think it's so high because it's like per yeah, per it, it's, yeah, you it's know, per like, capita. Yeah, so small, but there's quite a bit of shit happening. <laughs> shit going so, on. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember one time, like, we were, like, pretty up there on even murders, but there was only, like, six. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's just because we have such... Oh, we got, we got all those gangs, you know, the crazy white boys. And, yeah. Dude, we get, a, we get a lot of fentanyl overdoses, too. Like, we're yeah. surprisingly high. I mean, if you live here, it makes like, it with the math. But yeah. surprisingly yeah, drugs high. Is There's thing. lots of drugs. I, I think yeah. that's probably why our crime rate's so high. It's because yeah. so many people fucking crank out over here. Well, they do, the but other, then you wonder... I mean, if... You look at it as like why, you know, why generation after generation are people still continuing to do that when these kids are watching, you know, parents kind of throw their life away? Why would they choose to do that also? Um, and it's definitely a generational thing here. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't necessarily have an answer for that other than they don't know what else to do. And there's no not, guidance. There's no guidance and not, I mean, what should they do? Is there any hope? Is there any, um, uh, motivation to do something better you know does it need to start in in the schools do we need more vocational programs you know as far as as far as i know i think kelseyville is the only one that has like a vocational i think program. it all comes and down to education yeah and, and welding so what are you know girls that aren't into that what are they supposed to do why not a nursing program why not you know something else i mean they'll say oh we don't have the money or whatever but yeah there's always yeah. money but 
But we are, uh, we're going to end the podcast on this. There's always hope, kids. Say no to drugs. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even talk about Will and Jada. Oh, we kind of didn't. We do that next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. If it's still even in the news. Yeah. He's just upset because he loves Jada. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Jada. I love you, Jada. Sorry, Will. I love you, Will. (laughs) No disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was episode five. Henninger out.